Welcome to Say I Do. I'm Jess Quinn. And I'm Debbie Quinn. I'm recently engaged and mum's a wedding planner. So naturally we thought we would share our planning process with the world. So let's get into it. Welcome back to Say I Do, everybody. I'm really hoping this is recording because we haven't recorded a podcast for a while and I'm not sure which buttons to push anymore. But I'm back here with mum, which you'll all be very pleased about. She Hi, also, everyone. I think she thought she got fired. She definitely didn't get fired. Just I've that told so many people that I got fired from podcasting. Uh, I know, I didn't fire you. It was me. I tried to tell mum that she didn't believe me, but it was me. I just, I started this podcast when things were pretty quiet for me and then the wedding happened. And if you've seen my Instagram recently, the baby happened and and work just got crazy. So uh, it took a back burner, but here we are. So this is actually our final episode. Say I do was always going to be a short term kind of thing, just following the journey of the wedding. I thought it was really cool that mum's a wedding planner. I was planning a wedding and we could, I guess, give a unique perspective and it will just be here forever. So if anyone's planning a wedding, they can go back to it. Um, so yeah, today is all about the wedding that was. We're going to start with, I guess, the lead up to the wedding, mostly just yeah. the week before. Mum has some stories and things that obviously she experienced from the wedding planner side that I didn't experience. And then I had some things being a bride. And then we all chat about chat about the day that was. Yeah, I reckon I should start by interviewing okay. you for right. a change. I really Go do. for it. Because like, Jess, how was that lead up to your wedding week? Like we're talking about probably, I don't know, a little bit over 48 hours prior to you walking down the aisle. How was that for you, Jess? Try like mm. the whole week before. So it was fine. I was very stress-free. I think we did it right in the sense that even though we planned a wedding within five months, we did everything really quickly so that it wasn't all done in the lead up to the wedding. But then I got really sick. and. Yeah. What I wasn't telling people on Instagram because I was getting so many people DM me being like, take this, try, take this, try that. I was actually pregnant. So there were so many things I couldn't take. I couldn't be on codrills. I couldn't take nasal sprays. So I was sick and I had nothing that I could relieve the symptoms by, which was horrific. And I was very sick. Like I spent three days in bed. I had to move. A wedding was on a Friday. I had all of my, you know, beauty last minute appointments for the Wednesday, like my spray tan, my nails. Um, I can't remember what else, but eyebrows, eyebrows, a whole lot of things I needed to get done. And I was so sick that I literally couldn't do it. So I had to push them all till the Thursday, the day before the wedding. And I was still so sick. I literally couldn't drive myself. So mum picked me up and took me to all of these appointments and it was just literally an uber driver mom was an uber driver like, like and pushing you out the door yeah. and praying that i honestly didn't think you'd make your own wedding. i didn't think i was gonna make my own wedding either so it was stressful it was very stressful <laughs> and also just like annoying like i know i said i wasn't didn't think i was gonna make it i knew i would make it because we'd already paid money there's no way i was cancelling that wedding but i was also just really gutted that i mean i was pregnant and i was going to be feeling like crap on my wedding day basically um but I was really lucky I woke up on the morning of the wedding and I was still really sick but I was out of that first kind of 48 or you know three day kind of period where you just feel horrific so I managed to get through the wedding sounding like a pubescent 13 year old boy with my voice constantly breaking and my nose running like during the ceremony I just grabbed a glass of water I whispered to my sister-in-law like get me a glass of water because I knew I wouldn't make it through my bowels without my voice breaking um it was stressful it was stressful we honestly I would be saying to people I don't even know if we got a bride <laughs> like I just and that happens that mm, can happen can happen like I'm like I feel sorry for everybody out there that's experienced anything like this, no matter what, you know, whether it's just even, last minute like, things. even yeah, global warming weather stuff events, or whether yeah. you just have a very bad virus or whatever. But 
Um, and not everyone can make their wedding day. So and yeah, I was getting messages. Goes out to your... I was getting messages from people being, yeah, I walk down the aisle with gastro and I cannot imagine that. But I think it just goes to show being organized is key because yes, while I absolutely. was stressed, I had my people that I'd already delegated to. Mum had everything under control because we had a wedding planner, which was really helpful. Had I not had that and had I been doing a DIY wedding that I was doing mm. mostly myself, I would not have gotten through. Whereas because I'd already delegated and we ticked things off as and when they come through. Like mum can attest to this. I am a last minute person. Every school project I left at the last minute, but the wedding, I was like, the minute a thing came through that I had to get done, I got it done because I just, you yeah. never know what's ahead. So I highly, highly recommend yeah. just ticking things and off. And then you just trust your vendors. Yeah. Because if you don't do that, like if you leave everything to it, like nothing should be done that week of the wedding. No. I mean, obviously, other than your spray tan or whatever, if you're the bride. But it's like like nothing should be done. Mm -hmm. All your signers should be signed off because of these situations. Even just little things. freaked me out as a wedding planner because this was our first family wedding. Yeah. And I, so I'm ringing up the A&E pharmacist at, you know, 10 o'clock at (laughs) night going, help. <laughs> can what can my daughter take? Oh, actually, actually, I have to quickly say that I rang and I said, uh, my daughter's pregnant and and she's getting married tomorrow. <laughs> like, and she's bedridden. Like, what, what can she take? And he said, hang on a minute, uh, let me get this right. So what? She's yeah. pregnant and she's getting tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh right. Okay. I'm like, oh, that's but old school. I know. But it was like. Yeah. I ended up calling my obstetrician because everyone says you can't take anything when you're pregnant, but he was really great and said, you know, some of the things I could take, so that was good. But um, if anyone gets sick on their wedding day, the thing I recommend the most is those like nasal squirty things that you flush out your nose with. I did three of them while getting ready. So I said to my makeup artist, what the latest I can have stuff all over my face. And then I flushed my nose and she did my makeup. It was amazing. It didn't cure you, but it was was amazing. I could breathe. And then it's the adrenaline, of course. Yeah. The adrenaline. You get through. It's bizarre how it is that bizarre. just clicks in and, and gets you and through the day. And you you honestly, you looked a million dollars and you sounded fine <laughs> and you seemed well. but And you didn't really crash afterwards either, which was no, bizarre. No, you do just get through. And I think also it was it wasn't a blessing. I would much rather have not been sick and yeah, had that experience. Okay. But at the same time, I wasn't stressed. Like I, it was really weird. We'll talk about the wedding day in a minute. But yeah, it, I don't know. It also was a shame because I feel like I was slightly less um, present or, you know, I keep trying to relive it in my head so I don't forget it because it does does go by in a a flash. And then when you were sick the week leading up, I feel like it went by in even more of a flash. But yeah, definitely a lesson in having everything sorted. Didn't run that smoothly. Didn't run that smoothly because I was sick. (laughs) But everything else ran smoothly. Hey, we wouldn't have an event without you being. No. Yeah, exactly. Something. I am the. It was just normal for you. I am the sister who <laughs> always gets sick, so it was just true Jess fashion, really. Yeah. Um, and we were lucky; it was just a head cold. It's not the end of the world. So yeah, the lead up to the wedding um, was pretty eventful, but also really exciting. I still can't believe we're nearly five weeks past the wedding. I still can't believe that's just like been and gone. It does go by in, a, in the blink of an eye, as people say. Um, I definitely think anyone out there who thought we were crazy doing a wedding in five months, it's definitely doable. Um, you don't need to plan a wedding over the course of two years. And I think, you know, people ask things they regret and things I'm glad we did. I'm glad we turned it over quickly. Um, and it wasn't because I was pregnant. I think people are assuming that we actually weren't pregnant when we started planning the wedding quickly. We just decided we wanted to get married really quickly and we happened to get pregnant in the process of that. Um, but yeah, it was really... I'm really glad we did that because I didn't get too caught up in decisions and small things. Um, I think mum had a bit of a stressful week in the lead up of the wedding and I knew nothing about that. So 
I'll, um, what was the most stressful event yeah. that happened in the lead up to yeah, the wedding? the week before the wedding. Oh, my goodness. Like, we've done thousands of weddings, and and of all weddings, it had to be your wedding, <laughs> where Anzac Day was supposed to be our day off, and where all the flowers had been ordered. We put some of the flowers in the chillers, not because we needed to, but more for space, to be honest. And can I just say, if you've seen our aisle, we had a lot of flowers. This there isn't was, a small amount of flowers we're talking about here. A lot of flowers because it was just, it, we just had to, you know, we just had to go there. Anyway, <laughs> mind you, just actually just backtracking on that, we did go off Jess's inspo photos, as we do with all our clients. And, you know, when you're given the, um, the only inspo photos of some beautiful Italian, European, massive long aisle <laughs> photo picture to go off that's what we did i had said to him i'm not overly high maintenance and i was very relaxed about this wedding i said i just want it to look pretty i don't mind but if i could choose this as stunning as this doable and you did get excited so. yeah i got very excited because i thought well, if you're gonna yeah, you're gonna do, it, do gonna it. it do it properly absolutely anyway so we've got all these flowers in our workspace and so had to use our chillers just for a store storage really came in Anzac Day and they're all frozen. They're all dead. They're all frozen. They're I knew gone. nothing about this. So I rang up my my amazing, amazing um, friend, florist, and she just said, no, nah, no, nah, they're gone. They're gone. So I, so yeah, that was a bit of a shock and we couldn't, we, we could replace the, the flower, but we couldn't replace that type of flower. So if that was not my daughter's wedding, where you know, mm. I have a lot of control over it, um, I, yeah, we'd be in a quite a serious situation. So, um, yeah, so we replaced the flowers, all good. Also, for some weird reason, I didn't have to go in on Anzac Day, mm. but I just went for some reason, and thank goodness, because otherwise we couldn't have replaced those late. flowers. But look, we can always get flowers from somewhere. So um, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. It was actually really weird. I was really calm about it. Mm. Like once that good florist friend of mine said, nah, let it go, moving on. I just moved acted on. on that and moved mm. on. So there was that lead up. There was you really sick. There was um, last minute, I think your last minute handover of signage. I think the signage. Oh, yeah, we had a few issues with if, the signage. It, well, just a few issues. <laughs> I'd say the signage I, is the one thing we left at the last minute that I would say don't do that. Yeah, can I just say everybody does the same abby says the same abby's like we can't have clients leaving signage to the last minute printing takes ages it's the printing side that takes ages so what i was going to leave this podcast with was you asked if you're going to ask me that question Mm. what's one thing that you would Mm. advise people Mm. is would be don't leave the signage to last so you can get all your signage ready but then people say what about the seating plan i don't know who's going to pull out or who's going to come or whatever but you can get everything done and then the printers can just do that just that seating plan at the last yeah. moment sort of the seating chart anyway um but yeah so um the signage who's absolutely amazing and highly recommend if you ever need a signage just contact us um they're really cool but <laughs> they had just copied what we had presented oh, yes, that's right. i have to say this because yeah, it's, it's funny. really funny um so we opened this is the, the menus yeah so this is the menu for 85 people which is how many guests we had so jess and todd went with um a menu that had every guest name actually on the menu to save paper to save you know um stuff on the table so it was just one one menu with their name on the top and so we opened up the box and the first one goes Abby which is Jess's sister and um 
and who works with Wildly Madly Deep, being my daughter, and so Abby, and then the next one goes Abby, and then 80 more go 85 Abby. 85 Abbeys. <laughs> so we just, we had no other guests, we just had 85 Abbeys coming. Which I don't have three Abbeys in the room, which was helpful, but I don't know what the other 82 were going to do. So literally that happened, the frozen flowers happened, and meanwhile in the background, you're sick as a dog. And very unhelpful. And I was like, yeah, so that was the lead up to our wedding. Our wedding? Our, our wedding. <laughs> wedding um but yeah to be honest with you it, in the end I was really calm about all those mm. situations I don't know whether it's because it was a family wedding or to be honest with you in the big uh, wide scheme Excuse of me. everything else that's happening in the world is they're all things that are fixable yeah. and that's another thing that I'd finish off with is I think you also saw too don't get caught up in mm, the, small the, things. the small things and I know it's so hard to do but really I still don't understand it like brides are often very highly strung we get really stressed about these little things and I'd said to myself if I'm having this wedding I'm not doing that because I have bigger fish to fry in my life and I just think your wedding should be and can be and you want it to be the best day the happiest day the most exciting day of your life but that attitude is up to you if you're going to get caught up in the small things if you're going to get um frustrated with your vendors because i don't know the cake didn't come out right our cake was beautiful but you know if that was your reality or your flowers didn't quite turn up how you liked them or your lighting like beautiful yeah the flowers were beautiful too and everything was beautiful but you know i have seen these situations play out at other weddings and people get really and i'm like "Your, your reaction is only ruining your your own day like there is nothing really except probably 100% of your guests not turning up, that would really make, should make you, you know, really upset. The rest is all just silly things that you're not going to remember. And your attitude is what determines your day. And Todd and I went into it and through the planning process too, with a really good attitude, not to toot my own horn, but that was just our kind of North Star. We were like, if this is getting stressful, if this is getting, um, I don't know, tension between us, we just don't want to do it. And so you've got to bring yourself back to that because that is what's going to determine that you have a good day, just not stressing. Like I just didn't micromanage. I got there, I got ready for the wedding day. I didn't know what was happening at the venue because I trusted my vendors, but also I just didn't really care if the menus ended up on the wrong table. It's really not the end of the world. Your guests are there to have a good time. They're not stressing over that stuff. If the cake ended up funny, if I don't know. We, it's raining. Um, yeah, it's just it's yeah. out of your control. There was a bit of, there, you didn't have a lot of signage at all, no. as we said in the other podcast. But you had the welcome sign and the seating chart. That was all. Yeah. And they didn't get hung up. And then I went back early, um, as and literally guests were arriving, and I looked and went, "Oh, there's no welcome sign hung up, and there's no that." And that's and that's nobody's fault. No. Like there's no point blaming anybody. No. I mean, was it was it our no. team? Was Who it knows? their team? Who would know? Who cares? So at the end of the day, I just looked up and these fabulous guest people came to me and said, anything we can do? And I said, yeah, you can hang that up and you can hang up this, the string, these are scissors. And they hung it up and those signs looked a million dollars, looked beautiful. Um, But uh, yeah, there might have been a bit of string hanging on the back, which normally, you know, we're so into details that we would never allow. But, you know, your wedding, oh, there was string hanging at the back. But like it's it doesn't like, matter. Does it? At the end of the day, I think now you've realised it really doesn't matter. No. The photographer's not going to photograph the string no. at the back. And like you're not um, putting on. I think that's people get caught up. You're not putting on a performance that needs to win awards. You're putting on a ceremony yeah. that you want to remember and an experience that you want to remember. It doesn't need to be perfect. 
Um, and I also think that this is the reason we kept our wedding really simple in terms of not too many vendors. We wanted a venue that did everything. We didn't want to do it DIY because I knew the more things that we had to do ourselves or the more things we had to micromanage, the more stressful it would be. And I know those weddings are beautiful where they're in a big field and when they're pulled off, they're stunning, but they are stressful. So if you're someone who's really busy or you've got other things going on or you just don't want that stress, that's how you can eliminate it by picking a venue, picking a team that is going to help you because you do need that person, whether you hire or wedding planner or whether it's auntie susan who you've got as the person that your bridesmaids or your team are calling to make sure menus have been put out and all of that kind of stuff but yeah just that's how you're going to enjoy your day is if you minimize stress yeah and i think honestly you were right in saying that the more prep you do early Mm -hmm. on i always say to our clients that if you um as soon as you announce things uh, sorry as soon as you actually book your venue that's when you can actually start actioning and ordering and Mm -hmm. getting hold of all these vendors and everything. And then there's this massive gap of months of like, should I be doing something? Um, No, because you've done it all and Mm. then pick it up again. Mm. Um, The only thing is with some of these venues out there, you've just got to really, really ask the questions about um, like, like you have an events planner, but do they just look after the venue? Yeah. What do are they people actually doing? Up, do they put the signage out? Yeah, yeah, what actually people are doing? You know, there's extra boxes in your room where when I arrived all dressed up mm. as mother of the bride and all excited <laughs> and everything, I went to check on the venue and like there's all boxes everywhere. And I'm like, ah, that's not a good look and I can't allow that. So now I'm lifting boxes out. So like, do they do that? Mm. Uh, is auntie, auntie somebody going to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just making sure that you know who's going to do what and, I, and then just let them go and do yeah. it and have fun. Just, yeah, you I enjoy mean, your day. And just talk about now, that's probably a good chance about when you're having your makeup and hair done mm. and um, then you nearly like all of a sudden. <laughs> Most brides are drinking champagne and I was having hot lemon honey gingers, which I'll, <laughs> we, we got ready at the boat row and the lovely lady managing that was just bringing me lemon honey gingers I was pregnant to be fair but also I was just like trying to soothe my throat um but yeah I was so relaxed during that time and that time goes so fast no, but that last that's what I'm oh, talking about it goes so fast I didn't fast. know any of this but you were like we were sudden, rushed yeah what? and that was again my our makeup team we went with the peach club and they are insane everything yeah. was done to Best timing ever. our photographer Johnny arrived on time like everything went to a T but all of a sudden you've just got that I thought I was going to have all this time to take these like beautiful photos and I was honestly I thought I was going to go do a meditation to calm down it was like Jess we've literally got to leave five minutes ago and I'm still getting photos done which was just that everyone says that that last minute but it's just always a rush so make sure you like I was lucky to have my sisters um who were making sure I had everything I needed in my bag and so make sure all of that stuff's ready to go you've got your whatever underwear you're wearing laid out ready to go your dress is ready it's steamed um you've got yeah your little bag packed with your lip gloss or whatever it is so that when that last minute does appear you just grab and go because it's all ready um so yeah that was you to have two sisters very lucky that That reminded you all throughout the day that they weren't bridesmaids i thought well i didn't (laughs) pick them as i didn't have bridesmaids and the reason i did that was because i thought you know we just wanted to make it about ourselves really and not have other people involved and to save cost but i thought that maybe they would be a bit relieved because you know they didn't have to walk down an aisle and they didn't have to wear a matching dress they ended up picking a matching dress in different colors and they were almost going to walk down the aisle because i ended up with a three meter long train of my veil and i thought it was going to get stuck um but they were determined they were determined to be bridesmaids but not bridesmaids bridesmaids. (laughs) um they were picking the best jobs but yeah it was um 
such a good day. The lead up was, it was so exciting. I remember all our family were staying, our family that flew up for the wedding were staying locally. And so we kind of drove by their house in the morning. And yeah, it's such a weird feeling to be like, what the hell, this is my wedding day. Um, but you've just got to, yeah, sink into it. Be present. We put on a fun playlist. Um, and then all of a sudden before I knew it, dad arrived, which meant that we were leaving soon. And it was pretty crazy. And I think I've said this to Todd multiple times. I don't know if other, I thought like I've done public speaking and obviously dancing with the stars and these things that are like very nerve wracking, which I think probably were prepping me for my wedding day. But I remember the feeling when I'm about to go on stage and do a dance or a speech and I'm relaxed, relaxed, relaxed. The minute you see the audience, you just get that like overwhelming nerves. And I thought I was going to get that. I had to walk down these stairs secretly and hide in this behind a bush before the aisle. And I, I literally was. <laughs> in your wedding dress. In my wedding dress with dad. Oh my God. Um, it was hilarious. The train. Um, but I was so calm. And I think you forget you're walking out in front of a room of people that you love. Um, like I didn't care if my veil got stuck on it. Like actually exiting the aisle, my veil got stuck on a stick and it fell out on the flowers. But you just don't care. Like, and I drank a glass of water midway through my ceremony and I, I remember the funniest thing. I walked down the aisle and it's the weirdest moment. It's just silence, except obviously the beautiful music, but it's in your head. It feels really quiet and everyone's just staring at you. And I got almost a Todd and I just yelled out, this is so weird. And the whole room just cracked up laughing because, and it was, that was just a me thing to do. That's something I would do. And I did. And it just made it like, not that I plan to do that. It just, you just have to have, yeah, you have, you just act like yourself. You don't, you're not putting on a performance. You guys did Paper Rocks. Yes, we did Paper Scissors Rocks. Everyone just cracking up. Our celebrant, our Dave said whose vows are first. So we decided to Paper Scissors Rock it. And I just think those little touches, yes, it might not look like the most perfect Instagram performance, but it's not, it's your wedding day. And it felt so much like us that and I think by doing those things that's what did you, creates up, it. up there in the aisle did you find like at the ceremony did you feel that it was just you and Todd I mean obviously Dave's there and, and like, marriage celebrant but it's like did yeah. you feel it was just you two or you could feel the Partly, presence of everyone but yeah like, both like I felt really connected to Todd like we kept making eye contact and like there was a few things in the speech cool. we knew that we were having the baby and no one else knew so we kind of were making eyes and so we had our own moments but then also something we did do that I'm really glad we did and I asked our celebrant to do this the week before the wedding I think I saw on TikTok but just at the beginning of the ceremony he asked us to stop and look around and make eye contact and wave at everybody and blow a kiss or whatever because otherwise you get through this whole ceremony you've got everyone you love in a room and you kind of don't really get to recognize that and we also did it where my family was sitting front row and Todd's family was sitting front row immediate family but we had them opposite so I was looking at my family and Todd was looking at his which too. I really like not that I wouldn't want to look at his family but obviously yeah I'm closer with my family yeah. so that rather was awesome. than us looking at your back yeah totally yeah, so those that. little touches yeah. made it feel like you could connect really well mm. um and he I cried feel, yeah Todd, Todd he was, was a mess. sobbing I was so I didn't <laughs> cry the whole evening which is funny because when I was practicing my speech even the day before I couldn't get through the first sentence of my vows or my speech without like literally hysterically crying and then on the day I don't know something just came over me but I hear that a lot actually yeah it was weird another amazing wedding just on the weekend a few days ago and that's exactly what she said it's weird she could not get through the speech on like the day before and then on the day awesome got through yeah Yeah. and it also doesn't matter if you like it's nice showing like I like that Todd showed emotion I don't know I just I think also I couldn't breathe properly (laughs) I just was trying to get through um and we were announcing the baby and I decided to do a bride speech um during speeches at the reception and my speech was last and our dinner did run really late which 
totally fine. These things happen. So my speech ended up not being till 9 p.m., which I was very nervous about. Um, but I think I was also just trying to like charge through to that moment because that was crazy, which I could touch on later. But um, yeah, it was an awesome day. So we had the ceremony. The ceremony goes so quick. So just you just got to try to be present in yeah. the moment. Um, and and I love that, just doing your own personal things. Mm. I um, We had little Zadie walking down. <laughs> we had the two little boys, um, your nephews. little nephews. Yeah. And they were awesome. And rehearsal the day before, little Zadie, uh, no, not a not not a nightmare, but it was didn't like want a bar of it. didn't want a bar of it. Didn't want me. I was supposed to walk down the aisle with her, and then she was doing her walk walk through with the rose petals, mm. and she'd practiced it for months. And um, but no at rehearsal, no, she just wanted to be with the boys, mm. and she was like going in different directions, and we were just looking, going, "I'll let her go, whatever." Mm. Who who knows knows what's going to happen? It was raining the day before. Mm. We didn't even know it was going to be on the grass, eh? Mm -hmm. Like we didn't even know if you could have that no, the weather was long stressful. Aisle. Yeah, and the weather actually that was the other part. Weather is always stressful for weddings That's but once why, again don't get hung up just have well book plan B if you live in Auckland especially yep. book a venue that has options that's one way you're going to save stress I knew that if it was raining it wasn't going to be ideal but I knew there was an option so that would be my other thing don't bank on the fact like don't pretend you live in LA and it's most likely to be something because it's not um and the rain doesn't matter it's just you just need a backup so yeah there's that and also January like like you had better weather on your wedding day Winter, which was yeah. very fluky because the day Sporting. prior and the day after were wet yeah um but way better weather than say January February yeah. you so can't plan those it. couples that I feel so so sorry for so it's yes yeah, so you can't plan on that have good plan b really good plan b but um so zadie had walked down the aisle and then so i got about a quarter of the way into the aisle so i was walking down with her and i could just tell her three-year-old or two and a half year old attitude was spot on mm. and so she started throwing out the rose petals and then i let her go and she looked back at me and i'm like no no carry on on your own i was so, so shocked was so amazing that for me that was one of the most emotional parts because oh, i could feel me. you behind but, uh, me with dad me with Zadie being just so proud of what she's doing so cute. up there all the, all the love in the room and so I got a tissue out do you remember that yeah I got that's a tissue right out and I was wiping my eyes and then I had to walk down the aisle just to follow Zadie and I didn't know what to do with the tissue so I just threw it away on the grass <laughs> like a rose petal like I'm littering <laughs> And everyone everyone cracked, cracked up laughing. So it's those moments. Yeah, that actually, I remember. She picked up her tissue. She didn't let it. No, I didn't. Um, oh, you did. <laughs> she did let it. So yeah, most of our wedding was pretty unplanned. We wanted to just go with the flow in terms of like our photographer didn't have a set time he wanted to get us. He was just going to judge the light, and so we managed to get up for some cocktails, which was awesome. Obviously, I was fake drinking, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, in terms of just wrapping up the ceremony, I feel like I haven't gone into too much detail, but. It was just, it was amazing. Our vows were personal ones that we'd written. Just take your time with that. Just, I know it's nerve wracking, but just see it as a really special moment between you and your partner. Um, or if you don't want to do it, you can do them privately as another option. Um, one thing we did plan was when we were married, we obviously exited the aisle and everyone was standing up and clapping. Um, and we had decided to stop down the aisle. Ended up being probably about halfway, maybe more towards the end of the aisle to do a little drop kiss, which kind of went awkwardly because we had practiced at home and weren't very good at it. But it was just a really cool moment where um you can get a really cool photo which is awesome um Todd and I had talked about it we didn't want to do too much too many things that we were doing just to get a photo we wanted to make sure we were being present and feeling the love and 
and just enjoying the wedding and then the good photos would come from those moments opposed to posing for those photos if that makes sense but that was one that we thought that would be really cool to get everyone we love in etc so that was awesome then we hung around for a little bit did a massive group photo everyone then went up to the reception area which was what probably the three four minute walk so same Mm -hmm. venue just a little different area Um, we got married at the hunting lodge I don't know if I've mentioned that but it was amazing Amazing Um, so cool we had three weather options which was awesome food was delicious it was yeah, yeah I highly 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 recommend and from what I found one of the more affordable venues given what you get I'm actually happy to be open we paid about four and a half thousand for the wedding venue higher which I know is a lot of money but for another venue we got quoted ten thousand and that included nothing whereas this included tables chairs a wedding coordinator um so much stuff like it was really awesome so we were really happy with that um and have no regrets and actually everything kind of came back under budget for us which was awesome we had over budgeted a lot because we wanted to be um happily surprised the next or when we got our bill not um not stressed but um yeah things ended up being quite good I found compared to other venues so just if anyone's in Auckland I highly recommend um and that's obviously not sponsored but I just wanted to be open about that it was yeah yeah, really cool that's it and that saves the stress after a wedding because there there are stresses after a wedding I mean and you don't want those stresses and um but then I think also after the wedding, they really should reflect on the good parts of mm. it because every wedding, for example, your wedding, you know, things have gone wrong and mm. things will go wrong. And, totally. But the, as you say, they're not, they're not big, big things, deals. so yeah. they're not big deals. So, yeah. So um, I think really important to do a lot of investigating in your right venue. Yeah. The venue that Venue's suits you key. guys and your budget. Yeah. yeah and ask around. Like, yeah. ask, I talked to some people who I know had been to weddings there, who had had weddings there, and then same with some other venues, and I got some feedback, you know, another venue that we were looking at. I'd heard a few mixed things about food and so you know I just followed my gut and from what other people were saying and obviously we were lucky to have mum who had experienced lots of different venues which was cool um and for us we were quite limited because we didn't want to leave Auckland um even Waiheke was too far for us so um we were limited so it makes the choice pretty easy um but yeah we then um had some family photos which I'd given a list to my photographer I highly recommend doing that so I said I wanted a photo with this person this person this person and then Todd and I wandered up to I never remember how we got there oh we got in the golf cart we had golf carts getting people around um so we jumped in the golf cart and then just arrived at where everyone was having some drinks and our aisle singer we had a live aisle singer who sung through the cocktail hour yeah Helen was amazing I shared her on Instagram in my wedding highlight if you are wanting someone it set the scene amazingly and she stayed until probably 6 p.m while people were having some nibbles um canapes there's never enough food that's just always the way canapes is just never enough that's definitely something we found and that wasn't the venue's fault it's just you know they're just nibbly and if you miss one arancini ball you've kind of missed a whole plate of food so um definitely that didn't matter though there was so it didn't much matter food. we there had was, so much later in the night was insane and there was so much food, yeah so which was at the end of goal. the night it didn't matter so. it doesn't matter at all but um, just but actually just on note. that if you are one of those people that really want a lot of food or or have dietary requirements or something there's no reason why you can't just have you know a snack bar or something yeah in totally your, in your bag yeah, bring music <laughs> bring it in your um, bag. especially if there's kids at the at the um that don't rely on canapes at a wedding yeah or even in like every even corporate events mm, are like that you know you tiny. never get enough no yeah, as you say you take one little bite one thing off the plate and then the person this the waiting staff moves on yeah so, uh, we knew there yeah. was more food coming so that was totally yeah, fine and that wasn't awesome. the venue yeah, it was, it was just how canapes are um we decided not to do a signature cocktail on arrival we were planning on doing that and then we realized it was going to cost a lot of money so we just did um prosecco and 
I think just the house beer and wine that was yep. available. Um, later in the night, we did have spirits available because they were a similar cost to wine. So we thought that was fine and it ended up going all right. And then we had an espresso martini after dessert. I really wanted to do that because I just think it was a fun touch. Um, so yeah, we did have a cocktail later in the night. But apart from that, that's one way we saved on cost is not getting caught up in having like a Jess and Todd cocktail, which I know is really cool. And if you have the budget for it, do it. But we didn't. So um, that was one way we saved cost. And then Todd and I went off and did some photos. Everyone was sat in the barn for dinner at about six o'clock or sat, you know, for the for it to start. And then we entered the barn about 6.15. Mum had seen something online where our napkins were on our table in a way where there's, there's like a knot in the middle. And so she got everyone, I can't remember what song we entered to. I can't remember what it's called. But um, anyway, we entered to a really something fun song. No, not something the best. Um, anyway, I can't remember, but um, I think I posted that on Instagram. Um, and everyone was upstanding, like swirling their napkins around. She calls it like a cowboy, but it feels kind of Greek to me. Um, and it was so cool, like, because we were kind of nervous. It's a nerve-wracking moment just entering a room where everyone's yeah. staring at you. But you need something happening. It was, at that yeah. Like, that's your fun moment. It was, and that it was my favorite a, moment. We've been to weddings where, um, I manage weddings where, you know, they have trumpet players or mm. saxophones. You know, saxophone players. It's and, a fun moment. Um, it's a fun moment. Sets the scene so, for the night. And it doesn't have to be expensive. You no, know, just but choose that right song and get people. Yeah, yeah it's really, standing up, vlogging. You guys were done. So yeah, we we like, not planned it, but we were like, oh, let's just awkwardly walk to our table because Todd and I can. I don't know. We're not awkward, but we're not not. And you awkward. didn't have a head table. We didn't so, have a head table. But um, but you weren't awkward at all. Everyone was just. We just ended. So I think people thought we were screaming, and it was cool. I think people <laughs> thought we were breaking into a first dance, but yeah. we weren't. We just kind of did a little just twirl, and I just like, you just go with it. Um, but I think the song was like three and a half minutes, and people were still. I, I by the time I got to my table, I you, had you to start up. spinning because <laughs> everyone was Your spinning. <laughs> Cool. That was Actually, crazy. to see 85 people or whatever in a room, you know, swirling around yeah. and screaming in a napkin is quite funny. It was, I highly recommend cool. doing that. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. And Enjoyed then it. we sat down, our MC started, um, which is uh, Todd's brother in law, Dave, who is actually a celebrant. If anyone's looking for a celebrant, he was awesome. Um, and he was our MC, so he started the night with some hilarious um, jokes and a speech. And then we jumped straight into um, Todd spoke first and then the two dads spoke separately um, following that. And then we had entrees come through and then our three sisters, so Todd's sister and my two sisters, each did a speech. Um, and then we had the mains and then it was my speech, which was ended up, yeah, our dinner did run a little bit late, but again, it wasn't stressful. These things yeah, happen. No one notices. Everyone's having such a good time. And it was kind of nice because, I mean, what else do you do at a wedding? It was nice to sit down and just yarn yeah, with everybody. Yeah. As a wedding planner on that note, the only thing is like, especially if it's a marquee wedding and you've got um, caterers in mm. rather than a venue that's doing the catering, um, it's it's like, you know, you've got it, the timing is quite crucial and the yeah. fact that you don't want your salmon to go cold yes. because you know, it's, you know, so so at the, at the hunting lodge, it, that really didn't matter. They controlled that. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and they controlled it brilliantly. Mm. But, like, if it's more of a, um, you know, at a family property or something, you've got to be a bit careful about those yeah, timings. Yeah. And it's like you don't want the, you know, the, the speeches, say the father of the bride speech or something to go, like, 20 minutes or an hour over time because that delays everything. And it's just things like that. So um, as yeah. much as you can relax around that, there is a little bit of control there. Definitely. Yeah. We gave everyone speaking a max five-minute yeah, cut off, and idea. I think most didn't even reach five minutes, which was good, so we kept them short. And then I did my speech, which was pretty crazy. I spoke, and I somehow, as I said, managed to not cry. And then 
my last line, I talked about how, and so only the only people that knew we were pregnant was our immediate family. Um, and we'd also found out the gender on the Monday and we'd kept that a secret from our, even our immediate family. So there was a surprise. And father is really yeah. peeved about. <laughs> because that he like when I literally asked you the day before or something, have you found out what you're having? And I you said literally no. lied to I lied to, to everybody. And it was yeah. worth it though. And um, Jess and her dad. Yeah. She wouldn't lie to her. I wouldn't lie, but anything. I did. <laughs> and she did. It was worth it. Um, I haven't announced the gender publicly, but um, yeah, we announced it there. And yeah, I was just talking about how I think Todd will be a really amazing dad one day. And then I basically said one day is soon and told everyone that we're having a baby. So it was really cool. So I look back at that point and it honestly looked like they were lining up for like a smorgasbord buffet. Know, it was hilarious. <laughs> and Todd and I were the buffet. <laughs> You're the buffet. <laughs> But we're like, so. we had a wedding of 85 and that was our closest, closest people. So even like um, my literally second mother didn't know about the baby and my aunties didn't know and my cousins and some of my closest, closest friends and same for Todd. So it was definitely a big moment. Um, and then, yeah, the night just got cranking. We um, pretty much just danced the night away. We had some pretty cool DJs. Everyone just mingled and... Yeah, it was so fun. I just, I, I obviously had the stress of my leg in the background too. For those of you who have followed, I had those issues with my pressure sore, but I just said, screw it. I just want to, I can be sore tomorrow. So you I just, changed, eh? oh yeah, I changed dresses later in the night. I had just done that for comfort reasons, also just with the baby um, yeah. into sneakers and into just a comfy dress. Um, not that my, my wedding dress was actually really comfy in the end, the but was it was, stunning. yeah, I loved my dress. Um, which yeah is a process I won't go into this too much but um, obviously halfway through making my custom dress with Trish Pink I had to tell her I was pregnant um, but that actually went okay because I still am not really showing yet so it's um, ended up not being Trish an issue. I don't know job though because Neither. you're the chillest bride ever and even still things still yeah. gave Trish a run know. for her money. I know, Sorry Trish. Trish. Sorry Trish. Um, I know I, I made her make me a custom dress in five months when she normally needs I think eight to twelve and then I told her halfway through that I was pregnant so yeah but these things happen um and it happened how we wanted it to happen so that was awesome yeah. but um yeah so it was a really cool night we ended up doing one thing I really wanted to do was a supper so we had cheese toasties and hot chips come out which was awesome um and yeah it was really really cool Todd and I I got ready at a place called Boat Row in Auckland and got ready for the wedding and then Todd and I stayed two nights there after the wedding um and then we went down to Tauranga to this really cool little bush cabin where we had no reception and that was really nice to just yeah kind of just spend some time reliving the wedding just us two which was awesome <laughs> Um, so yeah, I highly recommend doing something like that, even if you're not like we hadn't really planned on doing a big honeymoon. So we just wanted to do something where we could not just go straight back to work and yeah, kind of, I guess, just enjoy it, the two of us. Um, so yeah, that was our wedding day. Which I don't even remember you leaving. That's the weird thing. Like, like, how did you find, did you find the whole day went really quickly or it went, you had enough at the end? I was ready to I go. I tell our clients that like it, it will go quickly, but also you do get a point to like, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. I mean, My leg got high. really sore in the last half an hour. Yeah. And so I was yeah. ready to go. Um, our biggest muck up, this is hilarious. Um, we, 
the bus was really hard. I'd heard with the hunting lodge that the reception out there is really hard to get Ubers. So we decided that one thing we would pay for is putting on a bus for people to get to a central place back on the shore and then people could go home from there in Ubers. Um, and we'd surveyed people and we had about 40 people initially be like, yep, we want a bus. And then closer to the wedding, we resurveyed and it was probably about 20 people. And we were like, oh, I'll get the bus down to a 30 people bus. Um, and then they there was a miscommunication with the bus company and the 60 seater showed up. And then because, you know, during the night, people end up getting rides with other people so we had eight people on a 60 seater bus which was hilarious the bus was amazing by the way they were amazing but it was just so funny six um, people on a, on a yeah no eight people uh, on eight a 60 seater bus <laughs> so I saw that big bus it was bus, I wasn't sure. so funny oh, okay um and it was also a funny end of the night for Todd and I because normally you kind of stumble home together and you're a bit drunk and you get a car or you have a driver driver, whereas because I was pregnant and sober I just we just got in my car and drove back to our accommodation which was quite funny to just be like well that was a fun night (laughs) it was just really weird um did you have to pinch yourself though when you went back to Boathouse Road it was pretty weird but we were also like so ready to sleep it wasn't even funny we were so I think we got back there about 12 12 30 and oh my god I was so tired and it was yeah, the best sleep yeah. of my life um and then we had a range which I do I know lots of people do this and I do actually recommend it as doing something the next day even just I don't know going down to the local beach and all meeting in a location but we were lucky enough mum and dad put on a barbecue and it was just really nice because I felt like I hadn't really chatted to people throughout the night whereas that was an opportunity for those who came to actually and that was having just like what 80 85. 85? Yeah. And it's, so imagine if it was 120. It's and hard so, to get around. Or even more. And mm. I know with some weddings, you've got to have more. Yeah. Um, but just keep, also keep that in mind. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I, but I think people understand. Don't feel like you, I mean, try to say hi to everybody, but you don't, don't feel like you need to, like, people know that you've got a lot going on. So, yeah, it was awesome. And, and now it's over, which is so weird. I haven't. A lot of people, because I remember talking about it online, that I had post-proposal blues. I felt really sad that this big moment of my life was just over, this proposal, and it was in Fiji, so it was like a big moment. And I felt really sad that that was never going to happen again, and people were like, just wait for the post-wedding blues. And I haven't really had them. I think also being pregnant, we kind of put the pregnancy on a back burner um, during the lead up to the wedding because we were so focused on the wedding. So it's now been nice to focus on the baby. Um, But at the same time, it also just, I think I'm glad we only had five months to plan. I'm just the kind of person that any longer, I just would have got overly consumed by it. And I was quite ready to have that mental space back um, because it does take up a lot of mental space. And you did a lot of the planning. I think people think that, you know, even though we are wedding planners, that we did a lot of planning, but really you did Mm. all the planning Mm. and the booking of the vendors and it takes up all your space. It takes up a lot. Let alone having to work um, for those out there and um, (laughs) that aside, but, um, you know, for other brides out there. Exactly. uh, You know, your your normal day just continues. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got to organise this massive wedding for, you know, 50 plus people. Even the most low-key wedding, it's just consuming with vows and Mm -hmm. even just the emotional side of it. Am I changing my name? Am I, like, there's just so many things you're thinking about, which I think we've talked about it on the podcast, but I ended up not changing my name. I don't know if I'll change that in the future once we have kids, but um, for now, it just felt right for me to stay a Quinn. So, um, yeah, you've just got to make these decisions for yourself, but they are all things that are consuming. So I didn't get the post wedding blues too much like I have moments where I'm like oh my gosh it's over and I want to live it again and I've each day I've kind of spent some time I don't know if I'm just cooking or cleaning or whatever I try 
re-step the day because I feel like I'm really worried that I'm going to forget it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a way that I've been able to keep it fresh in my mind. I've heard when people get their photos, they mm. like their proper albums because you've had some sneak photos and mm. stuff, but like albums come through and stuff, Video. that gets really emotional. Mm. And that's when people go, oh, I want to do it all again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also I think because it is such a massive lead up and massive part of one's life that um, I'm not sure if you want to repeat it too much. <laughs> Who wants I, to go through all that again? Oh, I know. I yeah, I was ready for it to be over, but then I would love to relive it again. So, yeah, it's but a one. it's also just life, right? You've just got to accept that it was, it's been, and that's pretty awesome that we get to do that. So, I guess to wrap it up, the two main things I got asked was, I guess, what my favorite moments were, um, things I'm glad we did, and if there's anything I would change. I feel like we've probably touched on everything, but I think my favorite favorite moments were walking down the aisle and kind of getting aisles very long um but getting halfway down and just like seeing everybody and being like wow this is my wedding day like that was pretty crazy um and I hope you took that because that was I definitely did oh the aisle <laughs> I nearly cried when we were getting my family photos insane. and they had to pack that aisle up if you haven't seen on Instagram go have a look but um yeah it was really sad that we that did was being we did repurpose all of them which was awesome but um yeah that was yeah, just these moments just go so fast and that aisle one was really awesome. Um, as I said, entering the reception venue with mum's little napkin height thing, that was probably my favourite moment because it just felt like most of the stress, or well, not the stress, but I was really nervous for the aisle or like it was on my mind, whereas that was done and it just meant we could hang out and party. That's and crazy. It was just so was cool. really an unplanned thing. So yeah. It's proof that these unplanned things, just Can go be, with it. Yeah. Go with it if you want to you know do something different on the day just let just the, do it the, yeah whoever's running the wedding yeah no, just yeah i agree yeah, go for it because that, that was, made your day that, did, that was probably my that's favorite one moment. of the favorite yeah. moments that it's it just, just was not planned everyone was just so ready to party and, i don't know it was just so cool um and i think the other moment was probably the speeches definitely like sit and take those in like it's not often that you get all of your favorite people or some of your favorite people telling you stories about yourself and things that you love and I even learned things about Todd from hearing his speeches with his family like it's just a really cool moment and even giving a speech I felt like I, I know I do public speaking for a living but I did really it was a really cool moment to be able to like address um I guess a room of people that you love so that was really cool um things I'm glad we did definitely not stressing over the small things i'm really glad we did that we eliminated all of the unnecessary frills i remember at one point i wanted to get um the duck island truck to come in and i wanted all of these vendors and i was like i just don't need a the cost of that and b just managing more people and i'm really glad we kept our wedding pretty basic in terms of what was actually yeah. there just so that we could focus on who was there not what was there um I really am glad we did that. We didn't have a head table and I'm personally glad we did that. Everyone's got their own opinion. Um, but we had three, four, four long tables in the barn, four long tables in the barn and our table, we sat on one side of it, each table, you had obviously two sides. So we sat on one table and had um, our close immediate family and then just other people who it fitted in on the seating chart for them to be there and we just didn't want a hierarchy we only as I said had 85 people which I know was a lot but we have a really big family so that was all of my closest people and Todd's mm-hmm. um so we didn't want any hierarchy in that because everyone in that room was the people that we love so yeah it felt really relaxed not having a head table so personally that was something I'm really glad of um, I'm really glad I know a lot of brides don't do a speech but I'm really glad that I did a speech because it's nice to I guess yeah address people um 
what else i'm really glad i know again 85 people is still a lot of people but for us that is immediate people because the, everyone the family is so big um but for us i'm really glad we didn't invite people who aren't super super close like my thing was they're people that i would literally go have a dinner and it's really hard to do that cut off it is hard but if you asked me that some of the hardest things about planning a wedding is actually the seating chart yeah you know the guest list the seating chart like you know those Mm. sort of scenarios because they're the people that you don't want to hurt anybody or offend anybody but you're not offending people people understand it's your day yeah and equally, um, you know, do you do the plus ones? And it's, it's just so hard. Yeah. But uh, you you got feeling and it worked out really well. Yeah, awesome. we just, like, we didn't, there's family friends that I'm really close with that we didn't invite, but I just did it. People who, you know, we just, yeah, we kept it really, really immediate, close family and our closest friends. So I'm glad we did that. Um, we didn't have a strict or tight run sheet. We had a run sheet, but it wasn't, it had some mov- movement in it, which was really nice, and that made like the food taking a bit longer, et cetera, those moments not so stressful. So not feeling like you have to, you know, have this really, really, really strict thing that then it just becomes not enjoyable. And, yeah, and also the thing with timing and run sheets of weddings, it's really bizarre how you can actually, um, like the food can be delayed and because of speeches or something like that. So you're running behind time and all of a sudden the band or the mm. DJ or the playlist plays on time every time mm-hmm. for some reason you do a catch-up thing mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. it, yeah I wouldn't be too stressed about no. the timing we always say it's just a guideline yeah because you do need structure around definitely it like this yeah otherwise it'd be chaos you need structure um, but yeah I agree with mum thinking of it as a timeline yeah. so that was awesome I loved that we had a live aisle singer that just made it feel really romantic and intimate and she continued into the reception um and I've touched on all these things I'm just kind of rounding it off um and I think the thing I'm really glad we did is chose a venue based on as much as we love the venue it was also just so convenient with the wet weather options it had great parking like it was just really accessible um and affordable for us um and yeah it was just awesome so yeah i know there is i had told mom i wanted the dream wedding in a field with a long table and blah 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 and i reminded myself that i don't live in greece summer um so i chose something based on yeah convenience as well as it being a place that i did really love and we liked it that it's a place that we can go back to and have yeah, dinners and absolutely. for anniversaries and yeah. And, yeah there's like that's memories awesome. there so yeah i'm sure i could ramble on for days but i think that's pretty much everything we are really glad that we did um and yeah people just asked, hope that all this has been so helpful for yeah future planning for all those couples out there yeah okay. we do it's um this was just like and a fun it's project so for good us that i've actually experienced a proper family wedding mm. now like we've actually been through on our wedding side. and i say our wedding in the sense that it's just and tots i know but you know it's she's like, needy it's this one <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's so good because i now get an insight of of what it actually is like and, a person inside. and it's and it's more to the point where everything we sort of um, advising is actually true from mm. good experience mm. now so mm. um, yeah but at the end of the day oh my god family weddings are fun mm. they are fun they are so much weddings fun. are so fun they're fun and i think once you've had a wedding like i'm excited i've got some weddings coming up and i'm so excited and i want to make a big deal and make sure i'm really present and celebrate and make their day super special because once you've had a wedding you know i think in the past i've been like oh, i've got a wedding this weekend you know but you realize like it's actually such a privilege to be invited to a wedding and to be able yes. to celebrate love with people so once you've had one i think you appreciate them even more so yeah yeah, we do really hope this has been helpful for you um it was just such a cool opportunity to 
I guess mum's a wedding planner and I was planning a wedding. So it just ended up being so perfect to get this to your ears. Um, we're always available in DMs, obviously, um, probably on the Say I Do podcast, we won't be as active, but on um, my personal Instagram and mum's wildly, madly, deeply Instagram. Um, yeah, I, I don't away. want this Ask to become an ad for mum, but no, having a wedding yeah, planner yeah. was life changing. Um, so if it's within your budget, whether it's mum or someone else, it's so, so helpful. So yeah, we hope this has been helpful and we probably won't be in your ears anytime soon, but this will always be here for you to recommend your friends or to come back to. It's been an absolute pleasure and, and yeah, lots of fun. But yeah, if you have any questions, please just DM us and we can't wait to connect. Thank you for tuning in and we'll awesome. see you guys. See you later.